For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your hosts, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in 76ers podcast. I'm Marcus Dash here with legendary 76ers point guard Eric Snow and my brother Tasia Dash. Guys, I mean, this team is something else. I mean, we, we weren't, our expectations were low going into the season, but right now I'm feeling like maybe a one or two seed coming out. Yeah, of the I, East wouldn't say they were, I wouldn't say they were, I wouldn't, just, I wouldn't necessarily say they were low. I mean, they were, we, were, we just we were didn't excited. know where we were going to be. Yeah, we were, we were, it was just hard to gauge our, overall enthusiasm until they kind of decided what they were going to do. That's true. Yeah. Maybe they weren't, I'll say mine weren't high. I had, I didn't have high expectations, at least in the beginning part of the year. Yeah. I mean, yes, yes. I mean, I I do think that we, we weren't going into this, even if they would have made the move before, I don't think we would have probably picked the, the top three or four in the league. That's it's safe to say that. Going into the season, um, but they're playing like that now. Yeah, hopefully we can maintain. I didn't think we'd be six and one at this point. That's for sure. Or five and one, five and one, five and one. Yeah, five and one, five and one or four and one. I mean, uh, if his if history tells us, we would have lost to some of these teams that we were supposed to beat. At least, at least one of them. Um, at least one of them. That not, that not happening gives gives even more enthusiasm. So far, yeah. And yeah. the one game we did lose, I mean, we, you know, probably should have won once it got to the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, we have role players at the Wazoo. I mean, everyone everyone's really stepping up. Um, and last time we got a little see a little bit what what Nick Batum can do. That was also exciting to see him in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Hopefully, you know, that can be something that he can benefit and continue to do. Yeah. It's just such a deep squad. Uh, That's one of the topics we're going to get into uh, today. But uh, before we get to that, um, so our first topic, yeah, so a big win last night against Washington, a team that usually kind of, you know, gives it to us uh, a bit, uh, gives us some trouble. Uh, We won by 18, uh, and this has been the third game this season that Embiid has missed the entire fourth quarter. Uh, so my question, kind of a broader thing, do you expect fresher playoff legs and less missed games? 
because of the extra rest Embiid is getting during games, Eric? No, I, I mean, I really don't. I mean, when you think about that, but I think someone his size um, playing is still playing. Uh, yeah, playing less minutes, it does help, but but you still play the game. You know, so you still play 30, 30 minutes or so. So, no, I don't, I don't think that, you know, playing less or playing a, a quarter um, helps in the long haul. I may think it helped maybe the next game or game or two, but for the long haul, no, that, that, that grind is still going to be there. Um, I look, I try to find trends with like last season. There was a similar stretch where we had, uh, we were absolutely rolling. We had an eight game win streak. Um, and you play like three out of four games where you went like 31 minutes or lower. So, we, I mean, we, we've had stretches like this before. Um, I think that was in March, in March when he did that last year, and we were just killing it at that point. But that's the cool, that's the crazy thing. Like that happened in March when we were like, we got over the initial slump and we really started feeling the team they really started gelling the crazy thing about this is that's happening so early which is really encouraging like they 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 look like they've been playing together for a a lot longer i'm not gonna say a long time but a lot longer than they have been i mean it's pretty much we have the core guys but pretty much everyone outside of them is like new we have such a high turnover rate with a lot of these guys and and they've it's just a bunch of good like veteran role players we have who just accept came in and accepted their role. I mean, it might've helped that they came from another team where they already had that kind of role. So we're just taking it and kind of running with it. And if MB doesn't have to play 34 minutes a night over a season, hopefully that would, you know, that would show up. I think the coolest, the most interesting part about it is when we got nurse, one of the main complaints were that uh, uh, kept seeing it, get ready for MB's knees to turn to mush is what everyone kept saying because he'll play his starters 35 minutes a game, even if they're killing a team. So that's nice to see maybe an adjustment from Nurse uh, not doing that when you don't have to. Like when you're handling a team by 20, when your backups are good, just keep your just keep some of your guys out. Get them rest. I mean, I think it's I – mean, I think it's still early, and I think it's still situations. I mean, you look at – and this, I know it's another team how – the Lakers said they were going to play LeBron 29, 30 minutes. Yes, he didn't want to do that. But I think the situation, the way their games have been going, they're very competitive in the fourth quarter and could win, maybe not. So I think you still need kind of time to kind of see how this yeah. is going to go because I mean, you, you hit a, a, a stretch where – and and I already know like just by the way the schedule is going – it's going to be the typical top team schedule, which means most of the top games are going to happen post NFL where more games can be on television and when that's mm-hmm. television. So the hard, the schedule will get harder um, with more of the top teams playing them more often and playing more often on television, um, national television. Um, that's, that's usually how it goes. So we have to continue to win these games. You're supposed to win. And, and kind of build that rhythm, um, try to get – because I think maybe this season, more than any season recently, um, home court is really going to matter. It's really going to matter because I think it's, you're going to have so many teams that are close as far as winning percentage and total win, 
Falcons. I, I just think it's going to be a really close race um, for home home court advantage. Yeah, any edge we can get in the playoffs would be great. And I, I just want to see a playoffs where if he doesn't have an injury going into it, that he's like somewhat fresh going into it. I know freak things happen, so you can play 20 minutes a game and something freak can happen to you. I get that, but I just want to, you know, it's a long ways away, but it's a good start, and I just hope we can continue getting him less minutes where we can. And a big problem we've had in the past was we always kind of keep teams in this like, eight to 12 point deficit range. And then the second we took and beat out, boom, a team would like bring it back up to six and we're like, all right, get back in there, big fella. Let's get that lead back up to 15 again. It seems like that's a little different too. Like the nurse is getting the, the, the rest of the team cohesive enough to like build on leads when he's not in the game now. And it's like, well, okay, I guess I, I, I think if I had to point to one thing for that, I would say that's where Maxie's has gotten better that he's able to help the team maintain maintain leads and be that be that go-to guy that can get us a bucket when we need it. Um as well as the team getting stops. I mean because you got to get stops also in order to prevent a team from cutting the lead. You have to score and get stops. So I think that the combination of both um not turn the ball over as much um because that hurts you is live ball turnovers and these are scoring opportunities for teams but I I think overall, it's just collectively um, solid play, um, and and the record shows it. Yeah. it. It starts by beating teams like the Wizards. You know, having hiccups with with, with the teams who aren't going to make the playoffs and stuff. I mean, that's you know, at the end of the season, that's the stuff we look at. You know, when it comes to you know having a, such a close race with Boston or Milwaukee to get that one or two seed. It's yeah, like definitely. Um, just never know. I mean, you have to beat those teams also. But yeah. if it comes down to tiebreakers, you know, um, say for us, you split with those teams and, and it comes down to tiebreakers. And like I said, we, we had the same record as the Lakers in 2001. We could have played at home. And, you know, we had guys that didn't play the last game and a couple other games that, you know, could have went the other way. I'm sure the Lakers feel the same way, but, you know, obviously they won. But, you know, that could have been a series where we started at home. So, and I've been in other series where, you know, we had ties. And I remember my first year in Cleveland, we had a tie um, for the AC with the Nets. And the Nets got in because they won the tiebreaker. Oh, man. So, um, I mean, that's, it hasn't been, you know, up in, up until maybe recently and before they added the um, playing playing games or whatever, but. It wasn't many teams in the East for a while that had a winning record that didn't get into the playoffs. Um, and that was my first year in Cleveland that happened to us. We were tied for the eighth seed with the Nets, and they had the tiebreaker. So I, I've personally experienced, you know, um, <laughs> ties and, and, and all that stuff mattering during the season. Yeah. Um. Okay, so continue to talk about um, the squad and the game last night. So last night we had contributions from our new acquisitions. Nicholas Batum, um, 11 points on three or four from three. Robert Covington had three steals in one block in four minutes. He also had a three in the game too, so he's adding in that that all-time six versus that three-point list. Um, and Maury, Maury even commented on the uh, on the depth that we have uh, with the, on the Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast uh, yesterday. Uh, quote, Nick's really got his work cut out for him because I don't know who to play with our crew. Generally, it's best to play nine or ten at most. 
Nick's even talking about playing a wider group. So my question to you is, I mean, hearing that uh, from our, from Maury, do you, this is one of the deepest teams in the league right now. And, and is this one of the deepest uh, 76ers teams that we've had in, uh, in quite some time? Yeah, it's probably, probably is. Um, it's a deep team. Um, I, let me see. I do feel that we're deep, but I don't feel that we are that deep because I feel a lot of players should be stacked on top of each other. I mean, they're, they're very similar. So, you're playing some of the guys are uh, what they give you are very similar style of play. So there's no need to play many of those guys. So I don't need to name who, who should be stacked, but in my opinion, um, you have 11, maybe 11 or so guys that's capable of being in the rotation. Um, But, I, but I do not see how maybe you can get away with 10. Um, nine is, is, is best in my opinion, and eight in the playoffs with that nine being his minutes being, you know, a roller coaster. Um, I, I, I just don't know. I said, I think I said it the last show. I don't, I don't last show. I don't know how he's going to make that happen. I, I think as the season goes on, that will be determined. Um, who's going to fit, who's the best fit, what, what you're looking for. Um, the guys, guys obviously are going to have to make sacrifices because some of the guys that we're talking about, their, their roles, it's going to come down to who can make the spot up three, who can, who's versatile defensively, um, who takes care of the basketball, like who's helping us rebound. Like it's guys are going to have to be open to um, doing different things and making sacrifices and at the same time being consistent in whatever it is your job and responsibility is. What would you say is the main drawback, Eric, to having such a deep, wide, wide range of players playing every night and just stretching it out? Do you think like guys don't get enough burn just because it? Well, still I mean, I think that. I mean, obviously, your your main players are going to get their minutes is going to be consistent. So, is it is it best to give two guys six or seven minutes, or one guy 13, 14 minutes? That, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, um, and most guys want that 13, 14 minutes because some six or seven minutes you come in and all of a sudden the team going to run and those are your six seven minutes you can look worse. You know what I'm saying? Like so now you're losing. Yeah, you're getting frustrated, confidence. So it's hard for guys to get a rhythm and get confidence if as soon as they get in before you know. Like when you're in there, those six seven minutes go fast. It may not go fast on the clock, but it does go fast. You know, so. Um, it's it's kind of hard to to say, but I, I I just don't I just don't think that that you can do it. I just don't think you can cut the minutes down. I think you have to be more more consistent with that. Um, as far as the play, I, I would rather you just kind of like maybe rotate guys into that spot more than playing eleven, splitting 12, it twelve guys. Or, so or, like, or maybe one guy play. Yeah, you kind of until you find who you want. You, you slot those minutes and then put a different guy in there mm-hmm. each time and, and try to find what's the best mix instead of playing like, guys five or so minutes and then trying to – because it, it's not it's not consistent to how it's really going to look. I think you need a full look of how those minutes are going to go in order to really judge it. But if, if a guy's playing 
say, for instance, a guy plays five minutes with Joel, and then he plays five minutes without Joel. That could look differently. Yeah. Five minutes with Maxie and five minutes without Maxie. You know what I'm saying? So you just it's just so hard to judge and gauge when it's not always fair or necessarily the same. So you mean like play Batum like 22 minutes one game and then the next game maybe give Marcus Morris like 22 minutes instead of giving them both like 11 yeah, no, in both I, games? I'm just saying like if, if I, I believe that you have your nine guys that you're sold on. I believe that it, you can go in and, and it's hard for me to believe that they don't know which nine guys they want pretty much to be their guy. Maybe the ninth guy. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Is you're deciding between three guys for the ninth guy. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're deciding between three guys for the 10th guy. Maybe you're having a, you know, confusional which one you want to be that guy. But then you kind of decide between those guys and kind of split up the minutes based on those particular guys, not hurting the minutes of everyone else. Now, I don't think it should be a your game, my game. I think it should be fewer guys. Say, for instance, you got say, for instance, you got 39 minutes for one spot. Or, or 35 minutes for one spot. Maybe you split those up into two a game instead of three or four a game. Yeah, yeah, okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then like maybe the next game, if you're still unsure yes. about who should get it, maybe take one, one guy out, have another guy. Yes. Slide into that 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 two guys get. And you kind of figure it out. Um, but, and a lot of this could be handled in practice. They just don't practice as much as they used to. I mean, practice will help kind of determine it all. Training camp would have helped determine it all. Yeah. Um, as yeah. Well, you didn't have a training camp, so it's almost like figure it out on the fly. And I'm just saying, like, in order to get a real look at a guy, like five minutes in the game is not going to do it. That's all I'm saying. Like, it, yeah, I know guys are supposed to perform with the minutes that you get, but if, if the guys are getting five minutes, it's, it's, it's not really a true judgment. Unless you're Rocco getting three steals, a block, and a three-pointer in four minutes. Man. Talk <laughs> about filling it up with the limited time you're there. Yeah. That's – that's. Um, I mean, it's – I think it's most likely – yeah, it's definitely the deepest team in, in Embiid's time. Um, going through all those, I, I quickly did it. Yeah, the Bellinelli, Ilyasova, Bayless period coming off the bench as our first three guys. The Jimmy Butler years, you had like Greg Monroe and James Ennis as like your top two guys off the bench. Um, for, and then it went like Furcon Shake and Alec Burks for that year. I think that was the I think that was the bubble year, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then like the Shake Matisse and Furk. And then I guess the most comparable we, when we had like to that I think twenty one team like the Niang and Shake. It's pretty good. We have a good shooter off the bench, but still like. Compare it to now where you have Beverly, Batum, Reed, Morris, Covington, even Springer and Korkmaz. Korkmaz playing great right now. I mean, he was like our second man off the bench for like two, three years in a row. He's like our, you know, 
we don't have to play him till like nine or ten if we don't want to. But um, other teams with good depth, I just looked up real fast. The Pistons have pretty good depth. Um, they have like they have Monte Morris, Jaden Ivey, Alec Burks, and um, Bogdanovich probably will be coming off the bench because they probably won't bench their young guys at this point. Um, Warriors have good depth. The Nets have really good depth. They were, when they're going to be at full health, they're going to have like Royce O'Neal, Cam Thomas, Dorian Finney-Smith, Lonnie Walk coming off the bench. That's pretty good. Um, the Lakers too, obviously, they're not having as much success. But when they're at full strength, you know, Gabe Vincent, Torian Prince, Christian Wood, probably either Vanderbilt or Hutchinson, probably Vanderbilt come off the bench. But yeah, I think we're right up there. The top. I mean, granted, I expect us to do maybe a consolidation trade where you trade right two of those guys that we have come off the bench to get like you know our our guy our starter back but um i think for i think this season we're gonna have good depth even even if we do we're so deep right now we can afford to do a, a two or three for one and still have really good depth the rest of the season it's a good problem to have yeah. Based on Maury's comments in that podcast, it doesn't sound like he's making any moves anytime soon. He says he's gonna he's, he's gonna stand pat till he sees it, it, the right deal, and he's gonna let these guys play since they're playing so well as of right now. Obviously, yeah. really early in small sample size. Um, but when he says Eric, when he says uh, generally it's best to play nine or ten at most, he said Nick's even talking about playing a wider group. Does that mean he's gonna go all twelve guys for all, in, the, in the rotation? I mean, that sounds kind of playing a wider group from nine or like- ten. I have I, I have no idea what 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 that means that um, as far as doing it in my mind it just it it tells me that they're not sure who those nine guys are that, that's the only reason I would think that if you're sitting up here saying that we prefer nine but we we may play eleven that means you don't have your nine secure that, that's how I, that's what I get from it um, you, you're just not secure which which guys is going to be um, and you're still trying to figure that out. Yeah, we played fifteen last night. Fifteen guys played last night. Yeah, last night. Yeah, yeah that don't surprise me. You know, with the way the game went and Joel not playing in the third quarter, like that, that don't surprise me. It, it's, it's, you know, the next game. You know, if you're trying to, you know, see how that go and Boston playing a, be tighter, a tighter game going into the end of the game and tighter game and game is tight almost the whole game and back and forth and. You know, pretty much stays within six points or so. That that's going to tell you a lot as far as what he believes, how he trusts people, and who he trusts, and that that's going to tell you more as we get more games like that. Yeah, we had seven different guys with a block yesterday. Damn, pretty good. Yeah, it's a long team. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, that, that takes us to our final topic. So big game Wednesday night hosting the Boston Celtics in an early battle for the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Very early, extremely early. Uh, Celtics had their first loss last night against the Timberwolves in a great game. Uh, Anthony Edwards, man, he is he's something else. Uh, but Celtics coming to uh, Philadelphia, they are a one-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. How do you guys see this game going? Uh, we, we, we have to win. We need to win. We will win. Um, Ooh, I like this by at least two points. So I guess we cover. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I say it right. Yeah. Thanks. We're, we're one yeah. and a half point dog. So yeah, if we, if we win by one, we cover. Right. If we win by what? Yeah, if, if we, if win, we win we by, we, yeah, we win, we cover. Yeah. If we lose by one, we cover. Um, 
I hate that we're one and a half point underdogs. I just Why, don't. Because I don't know. Because we're at, we're at home. It's like two teams that are tied one and a half point underdogs at home. I don't know. With, with how well we're playing, the at casual better would would want to take us because you're I mean, at, at some home. point. It's, some point, at some point, playing Boston is going to have to be personal. Yeah, I'd like. Yeah, it'd be nice. Why are you so you, you look really flabbergasted by that, Marcus? Why I, you look so? I think the casual better was taking Boston over Philadelphia. Why we're tied? We're tied in rankings. I mean, eighty percent of the bets have been placed on Boston. So I mean, I, I think the I think the casual the line's been up for like three hours. But like, yeah, I, I mean, still though, I mean, people just don't see us on the same level as them. So one, we are. We're we're, we're tied. I think when you see a one point, one point spread between those two teams, people are going to say, "Oh, one point for Boston." Yeah, Boston's going to win that by more than one point. And at Philly, though, it's at Philly. I mean, that's a big, that's a big deal. Last, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, I feel. Yeah, like the I, mean, I, I get what you're. I get what both of you guys are saying. I do. Um, I it's feel third, we're going to win. Third road game for Boston, by the way. I feel. I do feel we're going to win, but I'm not surprised that more people think Boston is going are going to win. That doesn't surprise me. No. Um, one with their level of success versus us. Um, two, they're coming off a loss. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that more people are going the Boston route because teams. I do think that people feel they're better, and in the last few years they have played better than us. But it's a new season. I, I just don't think. I don't even think it'll be. Think it, I won't say it's going to be an easy win, but I think it's going to be a comfortable win in the end. I just think all things where they're falling to get free throws. Like I don't think it's like that. I just think traveling from Brooklyn to Minnesota, back to Philly, and then back to Boston again I mean, three straight road games is not easy. Yeah, I mean the the, the road the road games don't matter don't don't mean as much to me like they used to. When I played it, how it was because they don't play back to backs most of the time on their road game. If it was a back to back, I would be more inclined to say eh, maybe. But if it's not back to back, I mean the way these guys travel, man, it's not that. I wouldn't put no. It's, it's not that dog weight. I would say I wouldn't put as much weight on the trip as much as I would just put weight on as you said before. It's a road game, but not necessarily the trip. Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I as a better, if I was looking at it in that game where two teams are so equal, especially in standings, um, I look at who's favored in that, and and giving the home team who's tied in rent in standings points, I just feel like you ha- you almost have to take that if you're a, a better. But I guess people just don't think Boston's going to lose two in a row, so. Um, and Boston's been playing really well. We've been playing really well. I mean, so you know. Yeah, I mean, some people may just think we we're bound to lose a game. <laughs> I mean, if you if you look at it, the game the team we lost to was a top team. Yeah, teams we beat weren't top teams. Kind of depends on how you look at it. We got a lot of wings we now see, too. So we we see it differently. We we spend a lot more time with the Sixers than maybe other people do. But yeah. People, if you're not really following them a lot, you look at this and you'll be like, man, Boston has, you know, they have their number or, or they're playing well or they haven't beaten anybody. They lost in Milwaukee and played anybody. Like, it's easy for people to kind of say those things. 
Yeah, yeah, when true. Yeah, they're um, I'm I mean like I'm so I'm so pumped for this game. I, I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, man, I have Boston winning a tight one. Yeah. So I, you, I think. Did you say what you're if doing? I, if, I know, if I didn't know the spread, did you say what you're doing? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Yeah, I think Boston's going to win a close one. <laughs> um, I, if there was no, you spread, think Boston's going to win those? Win it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I they. I mean, thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just look. I mean, look. A brand new team together. We just got. We're getting guys who were playing their first game with us yesterday. I, I just think we. I, I gotta get temper the expectations a little you bit. You know, Boston signed the big. You know, you know, Boston gave somebody a bigger contract. Would that help you make a decision? <laughs> they did it. Hey, they they traded for a guy with a pretty big contract, didn't they? Yeah, um, I mean, you know, you can get down on them too. You know. <laughs> uh. That that team's been together on the court, I guess, this year longer. They've had, you know, a majority of training camp for the most part together. I mean, I know Drew is a late addition, but um I feel like we're gonna have some games where we're feeling each other out a little more. I mean, everything went right the past couple games for us for the most part. Um and we are jumping up in our quality of opponent here. Uh yeah. I I do feel that the guard play is going to come in the going to come into play. I do feel that Maxi has to have a better game than Drew Holiday. Um, Melton has to have a better game or play on par as White. Um, I do I do feel that that needs to happen. Um, they don't have anyone that I think can match the level of play that Joel can on both sides of the court. But they do have big, you know, they do have Al who's given Joel some issues defensively, and Porzingis can score offensively. So ultimately, that's coming down because we already know um, with the their wing guys. I mean, uh, we can have some guys that's gonna, you know, can, can help us. But I mean, we. You haven't signed anybody that that's coming in saying that they're Jason Tatum, you know, lockdown guy. <laughs> I haven't seen that guy exist on our roster. So we got to win some of these. We got to win these other battles. If Tatum going to come in and we got to pretty much contain him and put some attention on him. Um, you know, you can't let Brown also go off. I mean, it's, it's even tougher if both of those guys are having a great game. So, Obviously, you have to maintain that balance of defending them, but I, we definitely got to win those other battles. Um, and then our bench has to be better. Yep. Well, it's definitely the first time in a long time where we're playing Boston and we have definitively the better bench. Um, that hasn't happened. It's always been the opposite. They always had the guys that came in and killed our second unit when Joel came off. Yeah. This time, yeah. it'd be funny if it was the complete opposite. We wouldn't because of our bench. Um, and Marcus Morris, a little revenge game for him, too. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a guy that will help make it personal. And Beverly always makes it personal. Yeah. So that's, that's that's amazing right there. So, you know, either way you have that. Um, Porzingis, besides the last game against us, he's had some really good games. 24 and 10, 30 and 9, 32 and 9, 22 and 18, 22 and 7. 
So he's his last the last one he nine and six, but they took him out early. He, he 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 knows he's going to get wide open shots if Joel is guarding him. He, yeah. he knows it. Yeah. So um, who, who do, you, do you think they keep with Uber in the starting lineup to, um, to guard uh, Tatum, or do you think they 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 make a switch and put Batum in there to start tomorrow night? I don't think you make I don't think you make a change to defend them tomorrow. Like I, I don't. I don't think if it's if it's not a move going forward, I don't think you make that change. Yeah. Um, we do have a lot of long guys we could throw at him now. We haven't had that in a long time either. So that'll be nice to see. You know, if one ain't working, if Tatum's grilling somebody, then get the next guy out, get him out there and see if you can do a better job. We have we have the you know, this is experimentation time, right? So yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I haven't really seen Boston play. Uh I've seen him play maybe a half. This year, so it'd be a learning experience for me as far as their team. So I, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, I know the guys on their team, but as far as how this team this year is playing, um, it's gonna be a kind of a wait and see for me. We watched the uh, fourth quarter in overtime last night. It was just a pretty much offensively. It was like a take your turn between Brown and Tatum, a one on one contest. Mm-hmm. Last like ten minutes of the game for them, so. Not that much has changed, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Should be an interesting we'll one, see. though. I, I do have uh, Sixers winning, by the way, if that's a shock to anyone. No. <laughs> Based on my response to, to Taser shock. there. Shock, shock to Taser. <laughs> yeah, Taser's the, the lone one on this one. I, I like I like me and Eric's chances this week. Over I here. like it, yeah. I could take ah. Sixers plus alt line. There you go. All right. All right, guys. Well, we hope everybody enjoyed the episode, and we hope Sixers end up beating Boston to start the season now. First first uh, match between the two teams. We hope we win that one. And we hope Please. Yeah. Prove and, me uh, wrong. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Take it easy, guys. Feel All better, right, take it easy. Yeah, feel better, For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.